Hey, what up, Munji? What's up, bro? What up, uh, everybody listening? It's Bench Life in the building once again. We got Munji with us. Say what up, Munji. What's up, guys? I think I said your name like 17 times mm-hmm. uh, in the first few seconds. So, uh, how you doing during this quarantine, man? Not bad. Holding up. You know, what you one day at a time. What have you been doing? Honestly, nothing, to be honest. Like, chilling, uh, uh, doing some extracurriculars. <laughs> okay. Play, playing video games. Uh, yeah, that's about you it. Try this mode. Uh, it's uh, Face of the Franchise on Madden. On oh, Red. man. One of my friends, he got me into it. I won't say his name, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, man, that game gave me a lot and a lot, and a lot of stress. Well, not stress, yo. Like, it was, like, just annoying, you know? Like, that game would just get annoying, and you just, like, want to break your controller. Uh, that's every video game. Honestly, yo, like, I realized that we complain about every game we play. No, 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 no. That's probably you. No, shut up, bro. You complain, you complain, you complain about Madden, you complain about, about, uh, uh 2K. And... Not much. Yo, please, please, bro. When there, when I was with you playing, and, uh, what was it last year, bro? You were complaining constantly. You're like, what the fuck is this? But I don't complain about two K as much as like you and I complain about Madden. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's not a for yourself, Madden. Mr. Madden is not something I complain about. Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! Oh the, man! I'll score that on you. I'll score that shit on you, and you're like. That's bullshit. That's a pick. Uh, or I, I intercept your ball. Oh, that's a pick. That's a pick. I mean, uh, that's bullshit. That, like, that's a catch in real life. That's a catch in real life. The ball yeah, goes but... over. <laughs> uh, oh, man. You're joking. Let's just go and say, like, NHL is one of the best games of the sports games. NHL is one of the best-made games. I just tried out NHL 20. It's okay, yo. I find it so much harder to score, though, than NHL 19. Yo, it's so much harder to score on, like, shots, right? Yeah, I'm like, and, and like, and sometimes I'll shoot, like, like glove side or, or, or blocker side, but it'll go right at, right at his chest. I'm like, bro, that's not where I aim. Yeah, yo, it's fucking crazy to aim in this game. But, yo, the one-timers are OP. Yo, I, I can't even get it to, to my guy on the one-timer. I try to pass yo, the one-timer, and then yeah. like, the guy in between us will just, like, block it. Like, NHL 19... Even if, like, there's a guy between you and you hold R2 and just pass it, it will go under his stick or something. But, like, this one, yo, I'm having, so, yeah, I'm having such a hard time adjusting. Like, I played two games, yo, I lost them both. Yo, for some reason, when I play other people or, like, computers, they get the puck through me all the time. And, and so do I. But, yo, for some reason, like, they could do it more than I do. Like, I'm not that good at the game probably yet, but yo, I'm picking up. And, like, I'm trying to learn the shooting. Like, the shooting is way tougher, but for some reason, I feel like it's way easier to get the puck through for some reason. Yeah, fives. And for anyone who's listening who doesn't play NHL and thinks, oh, man, like, I don't like hockey, yo, it's actually the yeah, greatest game that could possibly have been made by EA. Yo, FIFA will screw you yeah. over randomly, okay? FIFA oh, yeah. is, is not – you can't trust it. And the worst one of all, Madden. Don't, don't – yo, Madden, don't trust that shit. Well, if you think you have an open receiver, you don't. You don't. You don't. And when you don't have an open receiver, you'll catch the ball with three guys in the air. Yo, that's fine. Yo, me, me and Munji, like, we play we play this face of the franchise thing, and my guy, 
I <laughs> those stats. 99, 99, 99, and 95, but he can't go past 95 because he's a field general and it's scrambler, long, whatever. And I will have an open receiver, no pressure at all, and he'll fucking throw it into the seventh row of the, in the crowd. Like, yeah. wh- my guy is perfect. Do you not understand? Like, 99, 99, 99. I shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I'm, okay, I'm a scrambler, so, like, my guy can, like, run, but – and he, he could do runs on the throw, and like he would do crazy throws sometimes, like crazy passes, like bringing like Patrick Mahomes type shit, like spin around and then just toss it in the air, or like some stuff like that. But for some reason, my ninety nine will never be equivalent to Patrick Mahomes ninety nine in the game. Yeah, that's fact, like, bro. And yo, you gotta play the game to understand what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's facts. And like, yo, how come my guy, like, I have like an open lane to get the first down? He's so slow. Like, yo, Philip Rivers' old ass can get the first down. My guy can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, and Tom Brady could get there. But Tom Brady, yeah, the GOAT. But, yo. yo fuck, what do you mean the GOAT? That doesn't mean that he could run. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to put disrespect on his name. But oh, I'm just saying, like, Fred, I'm mad in case, Yeah, I know. But, like, yo, Tom Brady can friggin' get a first down in Madden. If my guy is a scrambler and he just came out from college... To the league, I'm pretty sure you can scramble. And fresh legs. So you and fresh legs, you know? No injury, no nothing. And then, another thing I have a problem with franchise, why the hell did my guy get injured in franchise? Like, okay, I get it. Like, suffer a sprain or something. But, yo, I am 9-7. and seven. I already won one ring. I'm going to try to win my second ring. I'm going to the wild card with the Jets. Best team out there, just so you guys know. Uh, Jets Nation, follow that. Anyway, um, my guy gets injured in the last game to get to become nine and seven. Go to the wild card next week against Oakland. My guy gets injured. Why? 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 What's an injury? Broken collarbone. And y'all probably thinking, oh, this guy's stupid. He didn't like uh, quit the game or something like that, so it doesn't save. But my guy has not like was not suffering ma- major injuries throughout the whole thing. I thought, like, yo, like, no way it's about to be wild card. This game's going to get me injured. Like, come on. There should be some type of common sense. Like, and I'm, and I have to, unfor- not, not unfortunately, but, like, I have to play the rest of the season with Sam Darnold, who is also an up-and-coming quarterback. That will <laughs> have a magnificent <laughs> season next year. Uh, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. Anyway, Sam Darnold has to play. And I just simulated the game and we lost against the Raiders. This just means, like, Madden needs to step up his game. Yo, what do y'all do to the Madden? viewers for wasting a minute of their life. Yo, big facts. <laughs> I just went off the chat. <laughs> I was waiting for, I'm like, I'm waiting for what the point of the story is. But you get too in detail into your story. I was just doing it. Yo, this is, a, I'm gonna, this is exactly how you should have said, what you should have said. Yo, I was 9-7. I was playing a game. My guy broke his collarbone. Out for the rest of the season. Done. I know, but then I went off about the Jets. Yeah, you, you get a little personal. No, but, yo, honestly, yo, like, Madden is complete shit. And, yo, 2K? 2K, yo, 2K, <laughs> my part, bro. I'm, I'm playing with Kobe, okay, for, with my team. I'm playing with your Kobe, not even mine. I don't even have that shit. But I'm pulling up three oh, brick, yeah. open threes. Brick, brick, brick. This guy goes down with fucking Mike Conley and bangs him in, like, Shaq's face with, like, full contest or something. I'm like, yo, what? Yeah. what? Like, I, had have, like, the craziest, I had the best. Uh, Kobe card. Yeah, but um, the no, what is the point of the ratings? What is the point of the ratings? Yeah. Anyways, okay. We're talking NBA. We spent eight minutes talking about 
video game. But yeah. we're talking NBA today. We're talking the most underrated player from each conference. Munji has yeah. the Western Conference. I have the Western Conference. Munji, you go ahead. Got you. So, my opinion, the most underrated player, like, we're, me and Bashar were looking through it. We are just like, oh, like, what players stick out, stand out the most? And, like, how effective could they actually be, you know? And, you know, I saw one player, like, yeah, he does get a lot of touches, like Bash said, like, prior to this, but his name is Spencer Diddley. He is, like, I feel like he's one of the most, like, underrated players in the Eastern Conference. He, like, he goes out there and averages a lot of points, 20 points, uh, seven assists almost, and, like, I think close to four rebounds. So that just shows you he has, like, great, like, IQ of the game right there. This is his second or third season, I believe, and he's coming in averaging those type of numbers. Like, if I'm a team, I'm taking that, you know? Yeah, especially with your two-star players out injured. Mm-hmm. So, one, if you really don't need him, his trade value went up for, for you as a team since they already have two big stars, and I think the Nets are the, thinking about trading Diddy. I'm not too sure, or they might keep him. I think they should keep him and keep him off the bench because he is like a Jamal Crawford, Manu Ginobili type of player. He could come up to being like those guys because he does come off the bench at times. But most of the time, he came, like, he came into the league by coming off the bench. Uh, well, he's like, for sure when KD and Kyrie are, are healthy. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I feel like he could bring that energy off that bench, you know? Like, he can get the second unit yeah, going. Be- and this like his offense, it's like... You know, it's up there. Yeah, man. You know, I, I love Spencer Dinwiddie. I like him. You know, I like I like the way he... he, he you, you know who... You, he plays almost exactly like DeMar DeRozan. <clears throat> Yo, pretty like, much. Like, he he loves his mid-range. He likes to attack the rim. Not the best three-point shooter, but he mm-hmm. still takes them. Uh, but he could get going. He could get going. He, he averages, I think, like 30%. Um, he's not going to scare me, you know? Oh, yeah. But in clutch, he'll get going. What's that? I said in the clutch he'll get going. I hope so. Like, man, like I was talking about earlier when we were talking. Yeah. I was watching this game <clears throat> earlier in the season, and, like, he had, like, five possessions down in the fourth quarter because Kyrie and obviously KD were out. And yeah, he just kept throwing up bricks. And then it went to OT, and they just kept going to him because he was pretty much the only option, just throwing up brick after brick yeah. after brick. But he kept demanding the ball, you know, and that's uh, – I, I can respect it. Like, you know, my favorite player of all time is Kobe and – he could have he yeah. could have scored for the opposing team and he would ask for the ball, you know. So I oh, respect yeah. that. I like Dinwiddie's game. His mid range is, is just beautiful, man. He plays exactly like Demar Derozan, like exactly like him throughout the mid range. Yeah, he has game. great great rhythm to the game. He dictates the pace of the offense yeah. when he has the ball, and he really slows it down and feels his defenders around him. Like uh, what I mean by that is like he'll drive in the he'll drive in like off like a screen to roll or whatever, and he'll stop. So he has the defender right yeah. behind him. Pretty much on his ass, but he'll yeah yeah yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Even like uh, like yeah, just to feel out the contact and just wait for his big man to roll with him, and he can pull out for the jumper there. You can uh, you can just have a floater or attack the rim. So I I, I like him, man. I think he's underrated as well, and I think Brooklyn is thinking yeah. about trading him. Even in my in the last podcast yeah. I did with Brennan, I threw up Gobert would yeah. be a good piece for for Brooklyn, and I would for be sure. trading Dewey for Gobert. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, man. He's a great player. Criminally underrated. No one talks about him. Excuse me, and and especially with Katie and Kerry coming back, I think you you can get him for for an aging vet. You know, if you, if you're a team, 
Houston might be thinking about it with with Eric Gordon if the next couple of years don't go well in the next season this season and next season don't go well. I'd be looking to talk to him about moving moving Eric Gordon for like for Dinwiddie and, and just you know when you have stars like Kyrie and KD, it's not about how good the player is really. Yeah. It's about the fit and and the and the role, yeah. right? So yeah, man. Yeah, uh, that's a that's that's a great one. Yeah. Also, like you, like you know, you were saying like his story about bricks. Yeah, like you can know that he's going to learn from that. You know what I'm trying to say? Because like his favorite player was Kobe Bryant, you know, or one of his favorite players, and he's like. Like he looks up to Kobe Bryant. What did Kobe do? Take those game-winning shots. And I still remember this game against Houston. I think it was last year. Uh, in the fourth quarter, I I shit you not, he hit three threes in the uh, in the uh, game to send it to overtime. Three threes in a row. Yeah, three threes. Search it up. Uh, he hit three threes. Send that to overtime, and it's against Houston. So at that time it was Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah, the one thing with the one thing with Spencer is, is he really has to learn to to take what the defense gives him. Yeah, I'm not a fan of when he when he like tries to do a little bit too much. Like those three threes, they go in, but sometimes they don't go in, right? And yeah. when they don't go in. It looks you look a lot worse than when they do go in. Oh, for right? sure, for sure. So yeah. I, I, I like, point it was like thirty seconds in the game, fifty seconds or something like that. I forget, and he had to go off. Yeah, I mean that's like pretty much outlier, but like, he, you know, he can he, he can do it, but he has to learn to to take what the defense gives him and not really force up the shots. Because when I watch when I watch Spencer, like he plays very well and very and he dictates the pace that he wants to play at. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes, like in the clutch, he gets like a little too confident and he'll pull up for three. Yeah, I hear you. Or he'll, he'll take like a fadeaway corner jumper, and I'm like, okay, you don't need to do that. To do that, yeah. You know, like you, you can just just wait a little bit, get get yourself in the pick and roll, and like we said, man, feel out the defense. Yeah, and you'll have your pick of the lot. Yeah, but don't force it. But yeah, that's a great pick, man. I I, I love the pick. Thank you. What's yours? You're very welcome, man. Okay, <laughs> okay so we're gonna Western Conference. I got my pick. So I was looking through uh, through uh, a couple players. I was looking at uh, Will Byron on Denver. He's a great player, averaging about 19 yeah. a game, 18 a game. Uh, no, no one ever talks about him, you know. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to him, like like I have viewers or something. To, but <laughs> he's good. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, I was also <clears throat> like I was looking at a few players on OKC, and I and I picked one. So I was looking at uh, say his name, say his first name for me, man. I don't, oh, know, uh, I don't know. Uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander or something like that. Alexander. Okay. For for a Canadian boy, he has a tough name to pronounce. Um, yeah, but he's been killing. He's averaging nineteen points. Only he's like his like third year in the league, but he's really he's really becoming something. I think maybe even his second or uh, second or third year. But yeah, he's killing. He's averaging nineteen. But I went with Dennis Schroeder, man. That Great. guy, has, he, he has been so solid for every team he's played for in Atlanta. Yeah. He was he was he was just dictating everything for them. He was running he was running the offense well. Even when he had Dwight Howard, he he made use of him. Um, Comes in off the bench, you know, knows how to run the offense, knows how to get involved, knows how to score, when to score. I, what I really like about Schroeder is he picks and chooses when to pass and when to shoot, and that may sound, sound a little bit obvious, okay, pass when someone's open, but that's not always necessarily the case. When he, when someone pulls out the, the top of the key, usually you know what they're going to do. When it's someone yeah. like Fred Van you know, okay, he's probably going to take the shot. When it's someone like Lonzo Ball, you know, okay, he's probably going to look to find someone. 
Someone like Schroeder coming off the bench, you don't know, okay, is he going to shoot? Is he going to pass? He's going to make the right play, and that's what I like so much about him. Your thoughts? My bad. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I think Dennis Schroeder, he's like a remarkable player. Crazy player. He knows when to attack, like you said. He knows. I feel like he knows how to draw the contact to get to the free throw line a lot. So, like. Yeah. Shooting 84% from there. Yeah, 83 or 84% from the uh, the free throw line. And, like, I think he's shooting close to 40% from the three-point line. I believe so. Yeah, he's 38%. So, he's averaging 19 points, four rebounds, four, uh, four assists, 47% from the field goal. Okay, he can shoot a little bit better from the field, but, you know, three-point percentage at 38%, 84% from the field. As a, Like, from a backup point guard, you're averaging 19 points. Yeah. You know, like, he's also getting a lot of minutes. Yeah, he's, and he's, getting he's, getting a, he's getting the same amount of minutes as Dennis Shooter. I mean, Dennis, not Dennis Shooter. Uh, Spencer Diddley. As who? As Spencer Diddley. He's he's pretty much what like how like his role is what Spencer Diddley is for OKC. Yeah, but he can probably, yeah, and, and it's funny because Spencer Spencer has more assists than Schroeder, but it doesn't seem like they, that Spencer gets teammates as involved as Schroeder does, which is kind of weird. Because I feel like Spencer takes more shots, you know? But, like, Shooter comes down and takes a lot of shots, too. But I just feel like like their games are kind of, like, similar and different at the same time, you know? Yeah, I think Shooter does, is a little bit more stretched out. He doesn't live in the mid-range as much, but they attack the bat. Like, Shooter would attack the basket and take his, his fair share of threes, and then Spencer would usually stick mid-range to the mid-range. Yeah, side. true. But, uh, yeah, what I love about Shooter, man, he, takes, he just takes the right shots. Like, when yeah. he's open and he's, or he's given room, he'll take the shot. And if he's yeah. not given room, then he'll, he'll make the right play. He'll lay it up or he'll kick it out, like, whatever it is, or get to the free throw line. He's kind of he's – a, he's, a, he's an old-school guard, and he's he's kind of like a combo guard, really. Like, someone like like, yeah. uh, like Gordon Clarkson or something would be, like, more just, okay, I'm going to score, I'm going to score, I'm going to score. Yeah. But, like, he's pretty much what combo guards are supposed to be, you know? I'm going to make the right play, whether it's a pass or a shot. I'm going to make the right yeah. play. Yeah, like, just because his assistant is that high doesn't mean that he's not making the right play, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, for sure. Like, he's still getting the ball going. He sees he sees an open man, but he'll give it to someone else to make that better pass, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, he's one step ahead, I feel. Yeah, and also, like, OKC as a whole do that. They just mm-hmm. make the right play. That's why they sh- they're shocking so many people with, with, their, with how good they're doing this year. Yeah. And it sucks for them, honestly, that the, that the lockout happened. But yeah, lockout, that's the, very true. Whatever. But I feel like uh, OKC is like just a little bit worse version of the Raptors. You feel what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like they lost two big stars, like Russell Westbrook and Paul George. The Raptors lost a huge star, Kawhi Leonard. But the Raptors are still playing very well, and OKC is playing, if not. I mean, it's playing well, but if not better than they were mm-hmm. last year. You know what I'm trying yep. to say? Like, and right. so were the Raptors. So were the Raptors. They were playing better this year than they were last year just because of the chemistry. Like, like you ever get, like, ever play, like, 2K and you're like, oh, your team's winning, you want a championship, so your chemistry level just went up? Mm-hmm. I just, just feel like that's what happened to the Raptors. They want a ring. Their chemistry level just went up. They're just like, yo, like, this is, like, we're used to this now. Like, they're not afraid of the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they 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 got they got over the hump. Like, they don't yeah. have necessarily like a big star, and 
I'm one that says, you yeah. know, Pascal forever, he will never be a number one, in my opinion. But, you know, like, yeah. they know how to play together. And, you like, OKC, okay, Chris Paul has something to prove. Alexander and, and Schroeder, you know, like, it's a nice little, like, three-way combo guard, like, yeah. like formula they have. And, and they're just doing well. And it's nice to see because star-dominated teams are what dominates the league. And, and when OKC, the Raptors, um, even, like, Denver to an extent, it's nice to see teams coming together and playing good ball um, together. Yeah. So, but I appreciate you yeah. being, on the, being on the podcast. Uh, he'll sure. be – hopefully he doesn't bring his coughs. With him next oh, time. definitely not. No, <laughs> I'm clean, guys. I just smoking a spliff here. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, yo. All right, people. Thank you for watching the episode. We're just talking, man. We don't really, like. It's not that serious. We just like to talk ball, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it, Munji. We'll get Munji and Brendan together on an episode soon. And. Uh, 100%. Okay. All right.